Hello and welcome to episode 67 of the Console Ninjas Podcast. I'm Jay Stokes. With me today I've got Will. Hello. I've got Dell. Hello. And uh, back from his round the world solo effort uh, to row around the world in a bathtub, uh, naked, covered in honey, um, <laughs> is Terry. <laughs> Don't forget the rubber duck. The rubber duck is Sorry, the man, that, that might just be in my, um, in my fancies. But yes, uh, Terry's back. Good to have you back, mate. Hi. Thank you for having me back. Um, that's right. Not that you kicked me out or anything, but yeah. It's like you've never been away. That's the one. Right, um, so uh, I suppose it's best to talk about where Dell's been this weekend. Come on, Dell, tell us where you've been, then we can talk about it. Uh, I've been eating schnitzel, bratwurst, and playing games in Germany. That's, that's basically my my weekend in a nutshell. And queuing up a lot. Uh, yes, as basically Gamescom is two things it is both queue simulator, whatever year you're in. And the world's worst sauna, because mm-hmm. all you're doing is surrounded by, well, not necessarily the best form of people. Sometimes, <laughs> in what, a what hall. Got, what you got against Germans, mate? Uh, it's nothing against Germans. It's against slightly overweight Americans that I've come across for the uh, for the journey. Nice. Oh, um, and you got to queue up for hours on end behind them. Yes. So, so, yeah. so Dale's managed to offend Germans, yep. overweight people, and Americans in the first couple of minutes of the pod. Good one. That's Let's fine. Go. Did you feel offended, do you, Will? <laughs> I'm not German, mate. Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, um, but yes, I was. I was at Gamescom. Uh, I was there on the all of Thursday and for the Friday afternoon. Cool. Worth going? Was it worth the trip? I think it's worth doing it once because it's probably E3 Take 2 in that all the major publishers are there they've all got their own stands and they've all got people chucking stuff into the crowd and emceeing and Electronic Arts had a ridiculously big stand and for some reason seemed to decide to bring some German rap artist out at half past three on the Thursday afternoon and they just cranked up the bass no, that was just Eminem. I could just never tell what the cunt's saying either, mate. It's, uh-huh. it's just a... <laughs> it was it was crazy. It's the sort of thing because most people who listen to this will go to or may have been to EGX down in London, and the only people that really do a big song and dance there are Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony. In terms of they've all got a stand with video presentations. At Gamescom, Ubisoft, uh, Blizzard, EA, 2K, everybody has stupidly big video walls. And all sorts going on. I'd honestly say do it once, but once you've done it, you, you probably won't feel a great need to go back again. I saw your pictures, and there was a Tie Fighter and a fucking Atta and all sorts. Yeah, of they they go the whole hog. They put props out and everything, and it's it, it's something that is really impressive to behold. But the problem is that if you get something of that sort of size and that sort of venue, you also have to put up with the fact that all the crowds are as crazy and as huge and as very difficult to walk around that place looked like a health and safety risk like I saw a picture and everyone was basically enclosed if there was any problems you're all fucked yes yeah if there was (laughs) if there was any sort of fire then no one's getting out of that place because you're just going to get jammed at the exits 
It's, it's good. The good thing there's no loads of electrical equipment they could catch uh, fire. Yeah, that's it. what I was thinking. <laughs> but see, well, no, you've if, uh, painted a rosy picture of Gamescom for us there. Sorry. Well, we, uh, the thing is, it is a bit like the games there. In that, if you play it right, and you don't just go, "Oh, I'm going to queue up for Battlefront, uh, Battlefront, or Call of Duty, or Halo," you know, all the stuff that everyone spends four hours queuing for, then you get to play a decent amount of stuff. It's just it's just playing it a bit smart. It's not going for all the big ticket stuff because that's really obvious. Do you still get the modern dash that you get at Eurogamer? Uh, yes, yeah, you do. You get. Do you get like do you get like advanced tickets and stuff so you're in a bit earlier? Or? Uh, no, tickets are a day ticket is standard ten until eight. See, that's always my favourite at uh, Eurogamer is the the getting in the hour before the plebs. And uh, get that. Ch- <laughs> you you always have something you're in for four days, so you've always got your four games lined up. So this day I'm going to make a dash for that. This day I'm going to make a dash for this. Do you know what I mean? Uh, and then as you say, it's just a case of going about and sweeping up yeah. like some of the ones with the smaller queues and stuff for the rest of the day. So, but I'd imagine that's that times a hundred. Other thing is, eight, though, that's you, a fucking long day. You tend to get yeah. better swag as well. So far, I got much better swag out of Gamescom than I got out of VGX. So far, how many lanyards? Um, I got two t-shirts one lanyard one key ring and a set of stickers nice didn't get a fucking Zoo Tycoon hat though did you no and also Prison Architect was at Gamescom because why not yay I'm looking forward to Prison Architect at uh, Eurogamer again I played it now 27 <laughs> year in a row I don't even need to play it then I can just show up and pretend I've never played it before and just kind of be really good at it but, oh, I don't know I'm a natural at this I guess I'll tell you what, Minecraft might be there as well. That's another one that's always there. Anyway. Minecraft Windows 10 edition was at Gamescom because oh, people like to queue up for that as well. Fucking mm. dicks, aren't they? Anyway, um, I suppose we better talk about the uh, video, the uh, Xbox briefing thing we watched as well because there's some sexy stuff on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I certainly got a wet leg over uh, Crackdown 3 and all its uh, destructible environment glory. Not, uh, not anywhere on the show floor at all. I don't expect it would be because it's not out till the next book. Well, Skillbound was. Yeah. Yeah, Skill. I mean, it was just another video presentation, but it showed you a bit more mm. stuff and what you can do and how the customizations work. So that did look that good. looked quite good. I like to look at Skillbound could be quite interesting. I think mm. that does look pretty crazy, actually. Yeah. Um, well, I just I, I just a bit shat a couple of times watching it. To be honest with you. Um, on, what did so you can, I, can I jump in then? Cause we'll could have just gone to the toilet like a normal person. We, we could talk about everything that happened, but do you know something? I don't remember everything that happened. So um, there was a few things that kind of took my interest watching it. Obviously, there was the the Dark Souls free trailer, which was which showed a bit of footage of the actual game, but looked good. I don't know. Um, I'm going to play it anyway because it's Dark Souls. But the biggest thing for me was Halo Wars Two. Yeah, it was out of nowhere, wasn't it? Where the hell did that come from? Did any was was that rumoured or anything? Am I nope. have I been underneath a rock and I haven't noticed that, that this has been like coming or something? No, I have been under a rock, but I don't think that's got much to do with it. But but mm. think about it this way: the craziest part about it is Creative Assembly's doing it, and they're yes. owned by Sega, so Sega is making a Halo Wars game. Oh, it's like fucking the Matrix. What's going on? <laughs> Uh, I just know I want it. I loved Halo Wars. Uh, I hope that it'll at least shed some light on the ending of Halo Wars 2, because it kind of gets left in a kind of to be continued. Don't know if any of any you guys played it to the end. No. 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 
good shit. Worst <laughs> <laughs> <Plus> cunts. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, anybody who has played it will know it ends in a pretty big kind of you'll need to wait and see kind of thing and then they promptly died in the studio didn't they and then that's it it's, it was like I never ever thought I was going to get another one so I'm hoping it sheds some light on the end of that game and I, I don't know I just want more I, I love RTS games and one that's made specifically for the Xbox controller is right up my street so give me that and please it's, yeah, it's just another one of those like announcements that you could have you could have put up like a, a set of pools like the 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 percentage of a chance of that's been announced like you know your Final Fantasy your Shenmue and stuff like that and Halo Wars would have been even lower than them if you'd asked me mm. I wasn't as excited for it but yeah it's just where the hell has it come from mm. uh, and talking of where the hell did it come from where did Homefront come from as well again I'm, I've been off social media was that expected or no not really and it was it's one of the things that we. It was known that it was being made, but it went dark and has been dark for half a year plus at this point. But they had a huge; they were having a huge party for it in downtown Cologne because I passed it and you had people dressed up and all sorts of stuff. They were making a big show of it down there. Mm. As I say, I liked Homefront One. I thought it was really good, but it wasn't exactly the most well-received game, was it? I thought it was had interesting concepts, but I don't think they executed it very well. The, mm. the idea of America getting invaded is kind of an interesting idea, but the game was just really flat and boring. But th- And also Call of Duty had already done it. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, I didn't do that in COD. <laughs> but uh, as I say, I, I enjoyed Homefront 1. It was, it was never in my list of favourite games on the console, but I enjoyed it. And I'm probably going to play this one. Uh, it's just one of those, eh... Who's, who's looking for this game? What market research was done that made them think, let's make another Homefront game, we'll make money off of that? I think the thing that I took out of it, in terms of the briefing, was more that there's they've got a solid lineup for this Christmas. It looks like they've got a very solid lineup for next Christmas as well. At this point, in regards to Crackdown, Scalebound, Halo Wars 2, there's at least three, I mean, that's your um, September, October, November releases right there so for the next couple of years there's definitely some form of they know what they're doing in that regard there's there's a strong lineup for both and that's Quantum Break will be first half of next year as well so they, they're they're keeping it ticking over they've got a decent amount of stuff coming out mm. what did you make a Quantum Break? I liked it because I, like, I would quite like to see what they're going to do in terms of the combat but I know that Jace has some reservations which I can get because in some ways it just looks a standard third person. It looks a fucking mess to me, mate, to be honest. All the time stuff going on, it just looks like there's fucking shit going on everywhere. Well, that's never a bad thing. I mean, I'm guessing when you play the game they're going to throw that stuff at you a bit at a time and you're going to get more and more used to it as you go on, like any game, do you know what I mean? Uh, that's exactly what I thought watching it. I was like, there's so much going on in this screen right now, I have no idea what's happening, but I thought it looked cool. Do you know what I mean? And I, I think I'm probably going to enjoy it. So yeah, it's all about the implementation of those sort of things, isn't it? Mm. I'm assuming no one gives a monkeys about the DVR functionality or the text pad and all that sort of stuff. Well, I mean, the text pads are not entity into it. Who's who, who amongst us is really going to be sending chat messages to each other? Do you know what I mean? But I'm, I'm sure someone will get a use out of it. But the DVR thing, are we going to? Is it even going to work with our TV services? Probably not. Uh, when I say it's over the air, so if you've got the TV tuner, if you bought the TV tuner or that Microsoft provide, for example, I think it will work with that. Mm. 
Right. I mean, I've got a top top box that does that, so I'm not yeah. too bothered. But I suppose if you've not got anything like that, it's good. Yeah, it's nice to have extra functionality, isn't it? Really. Yeah. Yeah. It just put, puts another another step ahead of um, other consoles, really. The only problem is it's only going to record your free view, and who even watches free view these days? I don't think there's anything else. I'm trying to think of any other announcements, but it's just a standard backwards compatibility and Windows 10, GUF and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, mostly it was front-loaded with the here's how scale-bound looks, crackdown looks and quantum break looks. They had the small I mean, ones that they were saying that City Skylines and um, oh, yeah, yeah, Ark, that's good. Ark Survival Evolved, that's coming. Mm-hmm. Anybody that knows me, you know, you know, I like a wee dabble on a kind of any of these kind of PC sim build a city, build a world type of things. So uh, I've been playing a bit of City Skylines on my my cousin's computer, but you only I only get to play it once in a blue moon. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So uh, and I'd really enjoy it, but I'd like to be able to properly dig my teeth into it and figure out how the game actually works instead of constantly start the new city and failing within about ten minutes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I'm up for that. We forgot one big one, Tomb Raider. What? That's true. Rise of the Tomb Raider. That mm. looks good. Yeah. yeah. Excited for that. Very excited for that. There's actual tombs in it and everything. Yeah. <laughs> tombs. Um, yeah. I mean, the one before it was quite good, wasn't it? So I'll play that as well. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't excited as much for that because kind of already knew about it, didn't it's we? It's more of the kind of... I think they make it, obviously they're making a big push of it because it's exclusive to their platform for a year so they're mm-hmm. going to yeah. kind of milk that for as much as it's worth well as I say I'm all in for it the, the first one was terrific fun and I don't know I may have had a couple of secret wanks at Lara Croft on it so <laughs> <laughs> not so secret anymore now <laughs> you've just transmitted that to a whole oh, six people <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> including the three of That's us the thing, I can tell all my dark secrets can I <laughs> I've actually got a body in my room you haven't got one no it doesn't matter right. I'm not even going to go there um, anyway continuing on um, should we talk about what we've been playing I guess so um, shall I just go well, first what we've been shall I just go first and get all of it out of the way quickly <laughs> go on then <laughs> ok so started off with the at Gamescom I'll just go through what I played at Gamescom and be pretty quick about it started off with a game called Samur- Samurai Warriors 4 2 which is as quintessentially Japanese as you can imagine, which is basically a big um, warriors type. Loads of enemies on screen. Go hit them. Get combos. Tentacle porn. Uh, kind of Small a little girls. bit. It's pretty standard. It is a warriors game. It's a standard warriors game. It, it doesn't really do anything different or anything new. It just looks. It doesn't really even look that pretty, to be honest. Considering it's running on a PlayStation Four, thought it would have been a bit better, but. No, not 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 hugely impressive. Um, I then went from that onto Forza Motorsport Six, but one that had a full hydraulic dynamic uh, th- three screen setup. Bastard! Um, I queued for ages for that, but it was so good, it was so good. Uh, it drives lovely, it looks lovely. It's a no brainer. I'm a big racing game fan anyway, but this just ticks all the buttons that I wanted to tick at this stage. It was fantastic. Um, did it have any weather on the um... I didn't go for the one with the weather I have to admit I just went for a straight dry track because I wanted to see if I got something for being fast and you do get something for being fast which was great so that was that was pretty good I got an extra key ring 
<laughs> um, after that, I went on and moved on to the new Guitar Hero. Uh, with the weird three buttons up top, three buttons at the bottom combination. Yeah, how is that? If you've played a reasonable amount of Rock Band or Guitar Hero, once you've got your finger placement sorted out, it's actually not too bad. But the only thing is I didn't play it at the really high tier level, so I don't know how they handle the hammer-ons and the pull-offs. Because there was none of that shown in the demo that I played, and that made it a little bit dull, to be honest. Mm. There's a. I mean, the, the, the interesting thing, obviously, with your Guitar Hero and Rock Band that already exists uh, the hardest thing for anybody to learn is the, the orange note mm-hmm. it? so no one uh, I'd say a very small percentage of the people who played the game have went beyond normal yeah. because of that so I mean this is a way of kind of stopping that and adding an extra mm-hmm. note as well which is good I've been playing a lot of Guitar Hero lately so I'm extremely excited for it I just don't think I'm going to be able to afford it until maybe next year the, but the ability I think to do chords that involves one button at a bottom row and one at a top row could be very interesting I'll be intrigued to see how they go ahead with that and the looks of Activision are making a real push to add additional content to Guitar Hero over time but I also fear that if this game doesn't sell Activision will drop like a stone and just say nope not bothered with it not going to yeah. support it. What song did you play? That was a Paramore song. I can't remember exactly which one. Um, that was a three star, as opposed to everything else that appeared to be hard rock, like four star and upwards. So I don't think there was any point in trying something that was so ridiculously difficult. I didn't get an idea what the game was actually like. Right. Um, uh, I played a bit of Cuphead, which is just joyous to look at. It really, is it's amazing. To see. How does it play though? That's the thing. I mean, obviously we've seen plenty of videos that looks stunning and hilarious looking, but how does it actually play? What happens is you're basically given... It is a series of individual boss battles. You're put on a screen, you have to fight the boss, and you have to figure out the boss's patterns. It sounds simplistic. Playing it, it's not... It doesn't appear to have a whole load of depth in terms of mechanics, but it's still fun. It's still quite enjoyable. If we need to... Part of that is just the animation. It sounds a bit cheesy, but just watching the way that the enemies have been animated is really quite joyous to behold. I mean, I only did two bosses, so I don't know how much more complex it gets later on, but it's lovely. It kind of sold me on it to the point I'll go, yeah, I'll enjoy playing this. I really will enjoy playing this. Yeah, it's a definite do want in it. Uh, I moved on to Battleborn. Uh, which is basically Borderlands 2.5 because it's a five player co-op in the same vein as Borderlands you all get chucked onto a planet you all go after a mission and you all level up as you gain experience points and unlock new skills except there isn't the loot the thing that they take out is the loot but they increase the what? they increase the abilities but take out the loot Mm. the main thing about a Borderlands game that's, that's what makes it so addictive, isn't it? But this is... this Because we've had this conversation in that I'm not too fussed about the loot in Borderlands. I like the mechanics. Loser. So... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. I just slipped it. Um, so this actually worked for me pretty well. I think it could be... If we get a good group of people who are good at communicating, I think it could be a lot of fun. <laughs> so not us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not Jace that just goes five miles and goes exploring up somewhere. 
Uh, played a little bit of Shut Rainbow up. Six Siege. Mm. And that could also be a lot of fun, except you do die very quickly. I'm looking forward to that, actually. So if you've got a good team that can communicate, it'll be a lot of fun. However, if you've got a bad team that doesn't communicate, you'll find you'll die, you'll keep dying within about two minutes of or starting the mission. Or if you've got a mission. dash on your team. But it's good, it's good stuff, especially because I kept wandering about with what was basically a grenade launcher that punched holes through walls. So whenever I saw some one of the enemies that was marked, I just kind of waited until they were close to the wall, fired a grenade launcher, and <laughs> the wall just exploded and killed them, which was fantastic. Nice and destructible then? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's heavily destructible. There's a lot of stuff you can use and try and take them out with. It's quite clever in that regard. It's good fun. Uh, I, I know the beta will be coming up soon, so I'd actually recommend everybody jumps in. If you've got a group of people you can jump in with, it's good stuff. Good. I Anything tried else? a little bit of a game called Cobalt which was also part of the briefing for Microsoft and that was a, basically a four player single screen deathmatch type scenario I don't know if this is single player there might be but they didn't show it off at the event this is Mojang isn't it Mojang, yeah, Mojang. yeah. yeah. But it's, it basically looked a little bit like IDARB with guns which means it could be really good or it could be great for five minutes and then you go, is that all there is? Yeah. It's hard to say. I had a lot of fun in local player co-op with four other guys, but I have no idea how that's going to actually translate over a half-hour play session, an hour play session. It'll have to be seen, won't it? I, and I, th- I don't know what, what I seen that didn't really grab me at the time. I just thought it was this Mojang's attempt to say, look, we don't just make Minecraft. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like the style of it. The style's pretty good, but I, I don't know. I, I don't know how long of a laster it's going to be, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, played a little bit of Need for Speed, which is one of those things that half the people that will play it will say it's the most generic racing game in the world. You drive about, you do drifts, you get points, you upgrade your skills, you get new cars, you drive about, you drift, etc., etc. I I quite like the handling, but it, it, just looking at the screens, you think it's a bit generic, and when you play it, you go, yes, it is a bit generic. Doesn't mean it's not fun, but it just means it's not doing anything you have not seen. Mm. Uh, Most importantly, but how's the driving in it? It's good, actually. It's really quite good. Um, especially when you're up against six other players that don't understand how to drift cars. <laughs> and then you walk away with a free t-shirt which is great <laughs> see this is the next thing I was going to ask because obviously we quite like a wee Forza session online and stuff like that is how how does the multiplayer handle because obviously Most Wanted was a bit of a disappointment but for the most part Most Wanted is a decent wee online game do you mm-hmm. know what I mean uh, when you get a group of people and you're going through the playlist and stuff is it similar to that or is it? it looks like it's similar to that in that somebody will start an event and other people can join the event it was the way that the demo was structured was individual people within an instance of a world but not necessarily all doing the same event yeah. and they they wanted you to experiment and play about with getting used to earning reputation or skill points or XP depending on whichever flavour of word you wish to use because it's all basically the same thing was there a did, did it, I mean obviously you only played your whatever, however long you played it yeah. but did, did it look like there was plenty of kind of 
kind of gamey stuff rather than just races because that's kind of what I like for it's going to, it'll be racing drifting time trials when you when you say gamey stuff how do you mean uh, I mean like I don't even know how to, you know what I mean just like games like obviously folks will be like we're king of the hill and well, uh, no, no. Yeah, I don't. I don't <laughs> think there's anything. I don't think there's anything like that. I think it's very just, much just kind of racing, standard racing, standard stuff. racing, yeah. racing, drifting, etc., etc. As I said, that's what I mean. It's it's very generic. Mm. Does not necessarily mean it's bad, but it does mean that it doesn't do anything that makes you think, "Wow, that stands out." Apart from possibly some really crap full motion video. Get that on EA access next year or so. That's the thing. That's one of those. It's got to be the new PS Plus and Games of Gold, where you just sit there and go, "Just wait for it to appear on EA access. It'll be fine." <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the last thing before people get annoyed in my voice is I had a wee muck about with the Xbox Elite controller. I uh, mm-hmm. played a little bit of Forza Horizon Two with it. It's it's a nice it's a really nice bit of kit because especially with the paddles that you can have underneath. And using them to change gear is, yeah, it's it's really really well designed. Whether it's designed enough for you to pay one hundred and twenty pound, that's up to yourself. But it kind of sold me on it, to be honest. Yeah. So you get one then? Yeah, yeah. I I, I kind of already pre-ordered one with Amazon just in case, and then Amazon decided to drop the price to seventy five pound <laughs> by mistake one day, and they've obviously kept they've gone to honour that price for all the current pre-orders. So. Even if I don't actually open it, I could probably sell it and get money out of it. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, so that's your Gamescom adventure then? Yeah, uh, the rest of the time. There's probably other stuff that I've played that I can't remember. Uh, I, I probably told... I'm pretty sure I WhatsApped people, you a lot about it, but that that were that was the highlights. It's just... it's. I think it was a no Battlefront on show. There is, but there was no way I was queuing up four hours to play it. Oh man, that's the Mac Daddy, and that's, that's what. Yeah, but that's, that's what I mean. Battle, um, Battlefront, Halo Five, and Call of Duty were the three biggest queues, and they're all four plus hours. I should point as well. I know that I haven't spoken about any Nintendo or Sony stuff. That is because the only Nintendo stuff that was there didn't really wasn't. I was not overly interested in it, and the only Sony exclusive that I was kind of interested in was Until Dawn. But a lot of Sony stand was basically given up to third parties. So the Call of Duty was there and I think Guitar Hero was right next door to them as well. Because they, they just don't have a huge selection of stuff that is platform exclusive AAA coming out at the tail end of this year. I mean, there were people yeah. queuing up to go in and see the Uncharted, uh, the Drake collection, Uncharted 1, 2 and 3 in HD. And I kind of yeah. sat there going, I don't, why would you, I don't really understand the point of that. No. Uh, they did have a video presentation for Uncharted 4 but I kind of made a rule that I would only go into a video presentation if the queue was less than 15 minutes because I don't really and see the point in going into something and going I'm just going to sit and watch a video uh, can't blame me mate yeah. that's good <coughs> stuff um, well it's good to have somebody who was actually there and have a, have a chat about it so uh, thanks for your lovely reporting and uh, I know you only flew back today as well so uh, 
We won't keep you around. Sorry, can I go then? Uh, <laughs> Terry. Yes. Whilst you were traversing the globe in a bathtub, naked, covered in honey, um, hmm. did you have any games to play with it? Funnily, I had a power supply, consoles, and a TV to play them on at the same ah. time. You've done well. It's a very sophisticated well, bathtub. Um, sure, wasn't it just a bolt? Uh, so anyway, so right? <laughs> take it too far, mate. On you go, mate. Um, so let me transport you to a world back in 2008 where Metal Gear Solid 4 was a thing. Um, everyone knows I'm a big MGS fan, so leading up to 5, I wanted to make sure that I got plenty of time with Metal Gear, even though Ground Zeroes came free on games with gold um, so I wanted to go back and play 4 or as people like to call it MGS the movie um, and what yeah. little gameplay there is in there is actually really fun um, yeah. yes did you did you come out of this set, is that taking us your second playthrough of it or whatever but did you come out of this playthrough understanding the story yes <laughs> uh, not that this has any impact on 5 um, I'd already played through the game like 3-4 times uh, finished it on big boss difficulty um, and then they added trophies so this is the first time I'm playing it with trophies so it's nice to see them ping uh, I will probably try and get through it on big boss difficulty before 5 comes out I don't really see that happening but it's definitely been a fun experience to go back to that and, and see what Metal Gear was and obviously the gameplay videos that came out this week uh, showing different you know missions and how you can approach them and that sort of thing I'm really looking forward to that game. Um, that was some out of Gamescom that basically had me salivating. So I'm, I'm really ready for that. See, I think um, Metal Gear Solid. Obviously, I never played the two the two Metal Gears originally, mm. but I mean, I loved. I've loved all the Metal Gear Solids that have been out so far. Maybe not so much Ground Zeroes because I'll be honest, it was a wee bit difficult for me. Right. <laughs> but. Um, I, I loved all the games, but I think sometime round about maybe Metal Gear Solid 3, I started getting to the point where I was like, you know, I'm enjoying this, I like the characters, I like what's happening, mm. but I don't have a clue what any of them are talking about anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I mean, Metal Gear Solid was kind of his Hideo Kojima's like vision of an action film, um, yeah. and then it was like 2 just went, ah, fuck it, and then just kind of went stupid with it all. And added a. V- I, I managed to hold on at that point. I, I think I came out of Metal Gear Solid. Maybe like my second or third playthrough, came out of it going. Right, I think I get it. I think I know what's happening still. But no, yeah, I think I lost it after that. It, it, um, it kind of broke it for me when it was like, so he exists in his brother exists in his arm, and then that's attached to someone else, and now his brother's inside <laughs> this other dude, and what the fuck? Um, <laughs> that kind of craziness. I think three was a, a lot more grounded, but again had its own. I like that they kind of structured it around the Cold War and and kind of yeah. explained a lot of stuff that way. Three's um, three's really odd because in so many ways you look at it and you go, it's very serious, and then you fight a guy that can control bees. Yep, and you go, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, that that's that's that is. <laughs> or a big guy in a spacesuit with a flamethrower. Oh, here's this hundred-year-old sniper called the End who exactly has a. But that's what that's what you like about Kojima games in a lot of yeah. ways is that he'll present you with something that you go. I never would have imagined that ever. And that and that's the thing kind of seen five is that it's so grounded and, and so serious. Like some of the footage that's or some of the gameplay that's been played at the you know, when there was a thing a couple months ago where people got their hands on it for like three days straight and 
some pretty interesting stuff came out of that and how graphic Ground Zeroes was. Hopefully, well, I mean, it's got horses shitting and cars skidding on the shit, so it's got its branded humour in there, but it's going to be a completely different take on a Metal Gear game, which I'm really... This is what I'm worried about, yeah, because Ground Zeroes didn't didn't have anywhere near the same fe- I know it's just one mission mm. but didn't have anywhere near the same feeling of those games it didn't. do you know what I mean and uh, the, 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 the kind of main thing that's worrying me is the whole Keith Sutherland like oh he doesn't uh, really talk that's it, Snake is supposed to give a ton of ex- well he's supposed to listen to a ton of exposition and then copy the last sentence that the person said as though he's trying to grasp what they're saying and then continue on and you know rinse and repeat exactly <laughs> question mark exclamation mark but you know, I, I am looking forward to it, but yeah, I was been playing Metal Gear because it's Metal Gear and why the fuck not, and then I had a brief 45 hour stint in Fallout 3, so... <laughs> brief 45 hour stint? <laughs> Just in time for Fallout 4. That is 4. brief for Fallout. <laughs> exactly. I, I that. Um, yeah. that was also another thing. Um, yeah, just, I didn't play a lot of that the first time I played through it, so to go back into it and kind of spend so much time with it, that has been very fun. And then didn't realise that there was a level 20 cap. And then got really disappointed. Mm. Um, so I've heard that with Fallout 4 there is no level cap. And you can continue on after the game's finished. So that makes me yeah. very happy. Did the, did the DLC not fix the level cap for I believe for three? so, but I don't have the DLC. So I'm just playing uh. through the main story, which is a level 20 cap. So I was very disappointed that I was kind of specking my character in a certain way. And then realised when I'd hit the cap, like, oh fuck, can't do anything else now. And then it starts to feel like everything you're doing's a bit. Who really cares? Because you ain't getting anything for it. Yeah. I kind of like anytime you pick a lock or kill somebody. I like the the experience bar building up, and I kind of it's kind of disappointing when that goes away so soon. Yeah. I mean, definitely, from what I the video that I've seen for Fallout Four, it does exactly everything you'd want it to do. It feels very, uh, very similar to Fallout Three. There is enough Fallout 3 in there to make it realise that it's a Fallout game, but it looks more shootery. Like, I I forgot how... <laughs> Fallout 3. Yeah, Fallout 4. <laughs> Just like Fallout 3, Fallout 3, but more shootery. Yeah, basically. It That's looks... the advertising campaign right there. <laughs> I should be in marketing. I mean, I'm just saying, but... Um, yeah, I've spent 45 hours just journeying around and not doing anything, which is how Fallout's supposed to be played. <clears throat> so you play the game properly, then? Yeah, basically. I've done you about do two, three story missions. Uh, and then the rest of yes. it has just been like, wandering around, finding new locations and vaults and all that good stuff. So that has basically you been... You really are my I've brother from another mother, Terry. There, there you go, you see. What can I say? Um, I, I remember you telling us once about how you'd spend like 100 plus hours just journeying around in Skyrim and not touched a single mission. And having yeah. gone back to Fallout and playing that again, I can see why. I can see how that, that's see. very easily done. I'll, I'll yeah. persuade you all one at a time. Fast travel, that shit. <laughs> Get me where I'm going to go. Where's the next one? <laughs> well, thanks for that, Terry. Um, good to know you're still playing the games, even though you're uh, not there with us all the time. Uh, Will, what have you been doing? Right, uh, first up, I want to talk about a little movie that I went to see. You know, sometimes we do this, but uh, I went to see Pixel. Ah, so you related pictures. to games as well. Yeah, yeah, so I'm... So I'm, you I'm, did that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why everybody hates it. I really don't. It's people are cunts. Um, yeah, I mean, I get it. Uh, the whole Adam Sandler, Kevin James sense of humour is 
it leaves a lot to be desired. But I mean, if you're a gamer, especially if you're a a gamer of our age who grew up in a time where things like Pac-Man and Centipede and stuff like that were still kicking about, I I, I don't know how you how you couldn't love it. It's 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 fantastic fun. There was there there was plenty of I mean as as I said the the sense of humour Adam Sandler's not been in the top of his game for a long decade maybe and uh, there is a lot of jokes that fall flat in it but there was plenty in it to have me giggling out loud and I don't know I just absolutely loved the all the gaming references in it and all the characters in it and it it wasn't it was no Wreck It Ralph but it was great and I think you're going to love it Jason I think you're going to Bring bring your spanker chief with you, mate, because you're going to be making a mess. I was uh, I was our mate Dinklage, and it was really good. Uh, he's all right. Yeah. Mm, I, I don't know. I don't know about Peter Dinklage. Everybody talks about him like he's the best thing. He play, he does well as Tyrion Lannister on Game of Thrones, but can you really point out anything else that he's been in that you've went he, he, that he's really made? He's in a tank. Clearly not Destiny because I mean, he's well, been replaced. Well, there you go, Destiny, no. Yeah. Um, I mean, X-Men, he played, what, Bolivar Trask in it and he was barely in the film. Like, I don't think that's his fault. I don't think there was a lot to work with in it. Uh, and in this, he's just kind of there as well. I don't know. Maybe he just needs to get another good role to get into and he keeps picking all these little bit parts. Maybe he needs to play something a bit more like, solid that he can sink his teeth into. I don't know, but... But either way, the film was great. There is a bit in the film that I'm not going to spoil for you, Jace, but there is a bit, and you need to you need to talk to me when you've seen it. But there's a bit that's really just going to make you wet yourself, mate. All right, cool. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Uh, but everybody go and see it, and I don't know, just stop talking shit about it because it's not as bad as you all say it is. I'll take, I'll take you on. <laughs> Barry Norman himself, coming us <laughs> in. Um, but yeah, talk talk about games then. Um, First up, I took a little go of Elder Scrolls Online, and I've only played about maybe five, six hours on it, but again, this is another one of these things, everyone talks shit about it, but I don't get what the problem is. Everybody says it's like an MMO with an Elder Scrolls skin on it, and that's not the case. It very much plays like an Elder Scrolls game, uh, especially if you go into the first person mode. Uh, you're properly swinging your axe about any MMO that I've played doesn't play like a normal game if that makes sense it's generally I don't, I don't know how you guys feel everybody's played Warcraft Neverwinter or any of these type of things you always feel a bit separated from your character you're just kind of like he's doing the fighting and you're just kind of pressing buttons to pick what special move he'll do next that type of thing this doesn't feel like that it feels like an Elder Scrolls game you get like whatever your little fireball spell your little healing spell you pick up an axe the only way it's not like an Elder Scrolls game is that it's got a class system in it, but it needs that to be an MMO. You couldn't just have everybody going about being, you know, badass warrior, mage, stealth, everything. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't make sense. Uh, that's the only way I can see that it differs from an Elder Scrolls game. But it's great, and it's it's such a big world. Uh, I've not been to anywhere that I've actually been in the games. I mean, I'm running about Morrowind right now, but I never played Morrowind for my sins. I've kind of apologise to everybody who has and hates me for it but I'd like to be able to get to Cyrodiil or Skyrim to see how it compares to the original game but I, I don't know I don't know why people hate that either it's it's a lot of fun and give it a try 
You're a massive uh, Elder Scrolls fan, aren't you? So uh, yeah, I love anyone Elder should Scrolls. know it should be you. Yeah, um, as I said, I just I just don't know why it's getting so much negative feedback for everybody. Uh, if anybody can tell me why, let me know. But more importantly, I have properly sunk my teeth in a Far Cry Four. Me. Yeah. Well, so you've been uh, right. shooting <laughs> leopards and elephants and things. Yeah, I can, again, this is another one where people have done a fair bit of moaning about it, saying it's it's fairly similar. And in this case, I can see what people are going on about. It is extremely similar to Far Cry Three in terms of what you do. Um, you start off; it's the same as any Ubisoft game. You've got towers all over the map to unlock the map. Oh, you've joy. got. Well, you've you've got outposts that if you liberate them, it makes that portion of the map a bit safer, and you can fast travel to them, uh, which I know you hate, Jace. Uh, I mean, it's, it, as I say, it's, it's a standard affair. The only difference is I quite like the story in this game, although a lot of people are saying they didn't like this one as much as Far Cry 3. But I quite like it. You you kind of go to the Himalayas as your guy Ajay Gali. You show up. Your mother's died and you're bringing her ashes to spread them and the kind of I, I, would, I would say terrorist leader he's not a terrorist like the, the leader of the royal army like claims to have shagged your mum at some point and uh, tries to take you in but he's a bit of a bad one so you kind of escape from him and start working with the rebels to start taking him down but I don't know I'm quite enjoying the the, the story and I'm, I'm getting a bit more invested in it than I did in Far Cry 3 so I don't know is it, it's pretty is it one of those is it the most straightforward if you like Far Cry 3 you like Far Cry 4 because everyone always says those sort of statements but it sounds like this is the if any if anyone was true this is the one I would say that's the case that's what I don't understand um, it's the point is not much has changed the only thing that's really changed is the driving which you and you, Del, and uh, Jace are going to hate it because you guys like your driving in games and Put it this way, uh, Dash said to me, "It's he's, he absolutely loves the driving in it." And no, the reason for that is, the reason, well, the reason for that is you drive completely with the left stick. No, you don't accelerate off. with the triggers. Up is to accelerate, down is to reverse, and left and right. But what what you can do is when you're on any road, as uh, you start to accelerate, if you click in the left stick, it'll start auto travel traveling. What? Uh, it's good for people who, as who I are say, like stupid Dash. and can't play games. Oh yeah, like well, Dash. <laughs> well, no, no. What I was going to say is because there's a lot of driving and shooting at the same time in this, and I don't know if anyone's tried to play Grand Theft Auto Five like first person mode and attempted to shoot anyone while driving in first person. Yeah. It is. I, I can't do it. I really can't. It. I can do it in third person mode because you can see all around the car. But as soon as you turn to the side to shoot anyone I'm smashing into the next thing coming my way so it's quite good you can put yourself into this auto drive mode it's kind of like if you play Forza with the, all the driving assists on where you can go drift left and right on the road but you can't really drive off of it do you know what I mean uh, and you can just keep sh- you can shoot away the other point the other thing is you can actually set a waypoint on the map and set auto drive and it'll turn all the corners for you as well so oh. you can just you can set a waypoint, just bugger off to the toilet, or make yourself a cup of tea and come so back. The game basically plays itself for you. Only in the <laughs> driving sense, um, but yeah, I'm not a big fan of the driving. Although my son, who's had a wee dig of it, he said he loves the driving. Dash has done it, so maybe it's good for lower skilled players. 
Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> he, he's past the point of arguing about being a lower skilled player, though, isn't he? Mate? he yeah, he but the, the biggest addition, the, the biggest, well, they already had this, but <clears> um, <throat> the co-op in it is incredible fun. Uh, me and Dash had a, a, a couple of little session on it a, about a week ago or so, and we were just going to put my world taken down, like outposts and stuff like that, and it just felt really slick. Um, at any point, you can. I think it's down on the D-pad or something. Or I can't remember what you hold. It's not in front of me, but uh, it's very easy to just either look for someone who's looking for help, so you just jump into their world, or just call in a player who's asking for help, and it only takes a couple of minutes, and you've got a second co-op player running about the world with you, helping you. Uh, it deactivates all the story missions, so you can do almost everything else. You can do all the hunting missions, you can do all the kind of side stuff with a partner, but it leaves the single player to you uh, to do yourself, but it's it works out. That's what that's what I like about it. It just works, and yeah, <laughs> I like Sweet. the game. That's I've not good. tried the multiplayer yet though. There's a lot of multiplayer stuff in it this time, and like just standard shooting each other, team death matches. But it seems to have implemented some of the earlier Far Cry uh, games' ability to make your own maps. And I need to get involved in those. Those sound quite interesting. I took a go once, and someone had made like one of these concept maps where it just had a ton of enemies all just standing huddled, uh, and you had all the weapons in front of you, and you could just shoot the hell out of them. But I'd I'd like to definitely get deeper into that and see how it goes. But that that's my gaming this week. That's what I've been up to. Good times, good times. Who's left then? You? Me? You I always forget. I have, I have played the something. And <laughs> Bye, folks. I haven't played Trials this time. No? No. New so you've not played anything really then? Well, I have. I've been playing, because it went um, live and it was free, I've been playing World of Tanks. Ah. And uh, having been in the army and having driven track vehicles and stuff, and ha- actually having driven tanks before, uh, I thought I might be quite interested in it. And... Um, you turn it on and the standard control system has you doing everything driving wise on your left stick so that's fucking bullshit so once you've changed that um, you get to drive your tank around and it's one of these games where um, because people can pay to win or people have been playing it for a while um, you start off and you're like okay I'm going to get into this match and you drive forward with your tank and then you die really quickly mm-hmm. and you go back to your garage pick another tank and you go into another battle and you die really quickly and that happens for the first half an hour or so and then something clicks and you work out that you need to uh, not just rush in across the map you need to uh, take your time and try and do it a bit tactically and once you get that um, it's quite enjoyable mm. Did it's you not play the beta on the Xbox 360 version? No, I did not Ah, play see I did that and I got a nice big medium tank uh, which is still on my profile so I, I never had that issue uh, with, with the tanks but yeah. yeah, well, starting from the bottom, it's uh, yeah, it's it's a bit of a learning curve, but um, it's made infinitely better by playing with people. So the other day, I got on with um, uh, our mates on to VP and uh, Digital Pariah. I got on with those guys, and we played a few ra- matches together, uh, communicating and uh, decided to spot tanks for each other and stuff like that. And it was quite good. I tried a couple of the different classes. Um, I haven't tried them all yet. I'm still trying to just work on having a a base of a few tanks that I can go back to for uh, earning XP and stuff. But um, I quite like it. I think we should have a game sometime because it's free and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I've got it installed. I've got it installed as well. I can install it. We need to get 
get quite a few of us on there if we can at some point because uh, it's it's something we can all get involved in, you know. Um, and it's it's equally as difficult for every fucker, so uh, there's no um, feeling. I think inferior. it's good. It's it's one of these free to play games where I've spoken about this before, but it, you don't need to rely on having lives and stuff like that. You know what I mean? You can just keep playing it. Fair enough. If you die in a battle, you need to wait for that battle to finish before you get your tank back but yeah. you've usually got like a wee collection of I mean you start with what f- four or five tanks something like that, one yeah. for each country so I mean you've always got something else to jump in with anyway do you know what I mean I, 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 it's a no brainer isn't it yeah um, it, it it doesn't try and be anything other than, than what it is but I like I like the, the gameplay mechanics of it really I like some of the maps and apparently there's some maps that you that aren't even on the PC version in the Xbox One version so people mm. telling me so um, there's, there's quite a varied number of maps I certainly haven't um, got into a position where I'm playing the same map over and over again so um, yeah I think um, in terms of the, the shooting and being able to zoom down the gun and stuff like that in uh, sniper mode or whatever um, it's got a lot there that you can get better at and you can um, you can physically feel yourself getting better at the game you know you, you, you yeah. know how people are going to react and stuff like that but there's so many different ways to play it and I was playing a couple of games last night um, one of them ended up just being a, a long range firing match between the two teams and then another one uh, all our tanks moved forward and then every single one of the enemy tanks just went straight to our base and took it over in about two seconds it was fucking mad um, so there's loads of different ways to play it but again um, when you've got more people involved you can club together and uh, and have some sort of tactics between you so I'm looking forward to doing more of that yeah, do you know what can fuck off though what's that mean? artillery cunts <laughs> that's something <laughs> I haven't tried yet uh, you, I don't I think it's quite a while before you unlock any I, yeah. I don't have any artillery but yeah it's the equivalent of cod campers in it oh beautiful I hate them, um, but yeah, I need to play that with you. Sweet. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I've been playing. That's this of note, to be honest with you. Um, I've had a, a week of mostly cycling, so I haven't been doing much. Oh, Sorry for being everybody boring. Everybody know here just like you do on Facebook. Well, well, thankfully, uh, everybody uh, has had other things to talk about, so uh, that's good. I don't need to talk because you lot can do it for me, and mm. I can sit and concentrate on my Chinese. <laughs> Which is what I haven't been doing throughout this recording, honestly. So in that case, you'll look to wrap it up. Yeah, go on then. I'm going to put this last bit of Chinese in the microwave so I can actually eat it warm instead of cold. Um, well, thanks, lads. Um, no quiz this week because we haven't prepared one. But uh, I think the quiz has been well received, so we'll do some more of that soon. Uh, hopefully we'll uh, play some more games before next time. But um, until then, I suppose we shall say goodbye. If you've got any feedback on what we've said, if you want to call Will a twat, uh, get in touch with us on the Twitter at console underscore ninjas, on the email console ninjas podcast at gmail.com, and we shall catch you for more chat next time. Cheers, Bye. Boys. Bye. Bye. Bye.